Welcome to Inner Works and Quirks with Michelle. Get ready to discuss it all from light to dark, trauma to healing, your inner works, your special quirks, and everything in between. So if you like self-love, self-improvement, finding your strength, and the brutal truth, you've come to the right place. Good morning, beautiful people. So today is December 19th. We are coming to the end of the year 2023, and I just wanted to discuss this past year, a little recap, uh, what exactly went on, and uh, what I'm looking forward to in the new year. So this won't be um, downloaded until January, because I have currently decided to take a little bit of time off, a couple weeks during the holidays. Um, Obviously, I am recording, but that's not work to me. This is something I enjoy doing. But I'm taking a little time off from everything else except my actual real job. Um, So this episode will not be um, out there until January, but I'm doing it end of December because I've been thinking a lot about this year. And this year has had um, some really high highs and some lows. And it's been a difficult year for me uh, for two reasons. So if you've been following my story, you know that I lost my dad uh, very unexpectedly. It will be 10 years next month. For those who have lost a parent, lost anybody really, you know that it always feels like it just happened yesterday. And there's some days or years or months or whatever that you can talk about them and laugh. And then there's other times when like just the thought will make you burst into tears, no matter how long it's been. It's part of grief. It's part of losing somebody. We know they're still here energetically. They're still around us. However, selfishly as mortal beings here stuck in this body, we want them physically here with us. It's selfish. I know, but I want my dad here. So this has been one of those years that I'm really, really, really missing him. And I think it has to do with the fact, too, that this year my daughter, my only child, turned 18 years old. And holy cow, that has been a struggle for me. I knew it would be emotional. I mean, this is your baby, you know, your baby's turning 18. And granted, it's not like she turned 18 and she moved out or anything. She's still in high school. She graduates in May. Um, But it's been really emotional. Like, I keep just thinking about that little baby girl who bounced into preschool and now I'm going to be going to her high school graduation. Like, how is that even possible? But then on top of it, I'm like, I want my dad to physically be here. I want him. I wanted him here to celebrate her birthday. I want him here to, to be at her graduation. And yes, I know being a spiritual being, I know he's still here. He's still with us. But again, selfishly, I want him physically here. I want to hug him. I miss his hugs. I miss joking with him. I miss everything about him. So I think it's been, you know, compounded because my daughter turned 18 and I'm missing my dad. And so that part of it has been really rough. And I think we all know as our children get older and it's emotional and they're growing and, and you know that like once they're 18, they could essentially be like, all right, I'm gone. I'm moving out. I'm going to college. I'm doing whatever. They could just be gone. And also... I've lived the past 18 years for someone else. Every single thing that I have done has been with her in mind. 
Every decision I've made, how will this affect my daughter? Every person I've dated, how do they treat my daughter? Across the board, everything has been for my child. Now my child is an adult. My child is going to start living her life for herself, making these decisions, doing what she wants to do. And granted, I'm still going to be part of her journey, but I have to take a back seat now. Everything I do, although I'll always keep my daughter in mind, obviously she's still going to be my top priority, but I don't have to actually live my life for her anymore because she's going to be living her life. And that is her journey. And I need to step back and be like, okay, let her live her journey, make her mistakes, you know, enjoy life. But that's difficult as a parent when this has been your main role and this is how you do it. And now, wait a minute, my role is changing. And so it's this new chapter that's opening in my life that's really scary. I'm not going to lie. I got used to 18 years of being this. Now I got to figure out what I'm doing with my life. I mean, honestly, like, at a certain point, my decisions aren't going to affect her. My The way I live my life isn't going to affect her. She might not be living with me, et cetera, et cetera. So that has been, I don't want to say it's been a struggle, but it's been, um, it's been difficult. Like I am really, really in my head lately. So let's, let's just backtrack. That's two things that really made this, this year a, a challenge for me. Um, but January through July of this year were pretty amazing. I was booked solid with Reiki clients. Like I, you know, I, I work full time at a normal, you know, nine to five job. And then I, I have Reiki clients in the evenings and on the weekends. So my schedule was packed because I, you know, work Monday through Friday. And then I had clients in the evenings. I had clients on the weekends I was doing a lot of um, breathwork classes, uh, which is something that uh, my friend Ryan does, and hopefully I can have him on sometime to talk about that. It's an amazing experience. It's extremely helpful and healing. So I was doing, I think almost every Sunday I was going to these classes. Um, I've been working on the podcast. I was uh, doing everything. I was getting all this work done on the house. I had the house painted. I had the front doors changed out. I had all this stuff going constantly. Everything was moving from January to July. It was just going, going, going. Oh, and I got my final certifications for Reiki. I became a Reiki master. I became a Reiki master teacher. So again, amazing things, wonderful things, but just constantly moving and going and busy and um, I not... I don't want to say preoccupied, but I just didn't have any additional time for anything else. So in August, I started losing some of that momentum because I started to to feel drained. Like it was a lot to be doing all of that. Um, I started losing momentum. I started losing motivation. And then I had people who were really stepping, not just stepping on my boundaries, but just breaking every boundary I had. Um disrespecting me, disrespecting my business. And it just got to be too much. And I felt empty. And it's so funny because I constantly am telling all of my clients, all of my friends, you have to make sure you're always refilling your cup. You have to make sure that you're doing things that bring you joy. And although doing Reiki brings me joy, doing the podcast brings me joy, 
I had so much going on. I couldn't truly enjoy those things because I wasn't in the moment. I was moving on to the next moment and the next one. And I I was never just fully enjoying the moment I was in. So I got really, really drained. And then the people stepping on my boundaries just honestly pissed me off. And I shut down. Everything for me just shut down. And that's when I did the reset. And if you've listened to this podcast, you'll know that the reset involved, um, no alcohol, no processed foods, uh, no dairy, no dating, no intimacy, no social media, they're posting or scrolling. Um, I started focusing more on all my, my spiritual things like the breathworks classes. And I was reading a lot and I started to create content, not without posting it, but getting content ready. And I started, that was when I had started the podcast. So I, I wasn't doing the podcast through, um, January to July. It was on my mind. I hadn't actually started it yet. But I did this reset for almost a full month. I took away all those things and did this reset because I needed to to get back into it. Um, I had just I had just done too much, so I took those almost thirty days. It was almost a full thirty days of doing that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then in September, I launched the podcast. Um, and I was also working on a second one with my sister. I co-host that with her. So we launched that and I went back on social media because I wanted to promote that. And ever since then, as far as social media, I, I cannot sit there and scroll as much as I used to and look at everything. And I feel bad because I miss a lot of what's going on with friends and family because I, I don't see it. I, I don't want to sit there scrolling. And that's really the way a lot of people, you know, get information out now to other people is through that, which I love, but I can't, I can't sit there scrolling. It just, it hurts me. Um, I go on, I try to see what I can, but I, I just, I have to step away a little bit, but also I have a lot of friends, particularly on Facebook. So it's impossible for me to scroll through and see what everybody's doing. Um, and I'm so annoyed. I'm just going to say it doesn't notify me of birthdays anymore. So I don't get to wish everybody a happy birthday, but that's off topic. I don't even know why I went into that. I'm just annoyed by that. Um, but anyways, so September I launched a podcast and I'm getting ready to go to Costa Rica. Now the Costa Rica trip, this was a dream come true for me. I had felt called to Costa Rica forever. So I was super excited. I was nervous. I was scared. I was excited. I was everything across the board. And I went on this amazing trip and, you know, you, if you, again, if you've listened to the podcast that's out there, I went on this amazing trip and I came home feeling brand new. I felt comfortable in my skin. I felt energized. And then it kind of all went to shit. I'm not even going to lie. I started, um, I started eating poorly. You know, I started realizing that I'm struggling with that that eating disorder. Again, all of this is on the podcast if you've been listening, but I started going through that struggle and realizing and I put on weight and it's it's been very challenging and then November hits and that's my daughter's actual 18th birthday and we went to Jerome and she got two tattoos and just this realization that she's an adult and and then my eating is really out of control and I'm starting to feel depressed because when I eat poorly, when I gain weight, it affects me mentally. So I'm starting to go into this depression again and I'm crying like nonstop. Like I'm not even kidding you. A commercial will be on something so random and I would just start crying. Like it had no rhyme or reason as to why. And I know 
I know it's, you know, the whim, eating the whim, feeling, I know all of it, but I just let it be. I just allowed myself to cry. I didn't try to stop it. I didn't try to hold it in. If I felt like crying, I cried. And there was, um, so I attempted to, to date again. I don't know why I do it, (laughs) but I attempted to date. And the thing is, is I am now attracting very nice, kind people, which is exactly what I want to do. Great people. I have nothing bad to say about them. However, we'll start to form a connection. Again, you can only meet people in this world anymore via online. So we form this connection and then we meet in person and either like their actions aren't matching their words or they aren't who they portrayed themselves to to be online or they only have confidence behind the screen rather than in person. And I can't form a connection in person, which then had me questioning myself. Um, this is, this is uh, something difficult for me to talk about, but oh, how do I recap this real quick? Um, when I, the very first time I found out that my now ex-husband had cheated on me, I found out it happened while I was on bed rest pregnant with our daughter. So I found out after she was born, she was only a few months old. Um, I decided to stay, you know, I had postpartum depression. I had quit my job to be a stay at home mom, blah, blah, blah. So I decided, okay, we need to work this out. Now, mind you, this man had shattered my heart by cheating on me. Absolutely shattered me. I asked him to move out, not forever. We were just fighting all the time and I didn't want my, my baby around that. So I had asked him to move out briefly so we could work on things and bring it back together and have a healthy environment. Well, when I asked him to move out, he decided, and these were his words, that because I hurt him by asking him to move out, all he wanted to do was hurt me. He had already broken my heart. He had shattered me. But because I wanted him to move out while we worked on things, now he wanted to hurt me even more. So what he would do, he would come over and I would try to talk to him about the marriage, how we're going to do this, how we're going to work this out. And he would berate me. He would say the most horrible things and he would just go in hard on me about you know, just all sorts of things. And I don't want to get into into the details of that, but he would break me down to the point that I would be curled up in the fetal position, bawling my eyes out, and he would get a little smirk on his face and he would walk out. He would leave me like that. He would leave for the day, whatever. The next time he came back, he did it again. This happened three times. But the third time, I felt something inside of me break. Like I literally felt a piece of me break. And I believed that to be the peace that was in love with him. I will always love him because he is the father of my child. But the peace that was in love with him, that believed we had, you know, a future, that part broke that third time. And I was done. Tears instantly stopped. I was ready for a divorce. That was when he realized he pushed it too far. We ended up back together, blah, blah, blah. Years later, uh, if you follow the story, you know this all. So I'm not going to go into all that. However... I've worked for years now on my healing. I've been healing all those broken pieces, everything that was done to me, all the traumas I've been through. I've been working on it constantly years. I've been divorced now for almost, it's almost six years. 
I've been working on it for years. But when I'm meeting these people in person and I'm unable to form that connection, I started to wonder if that piece of me that I felt break all those years ago, the piece that I thought was the piece that was in love with him, was it actually the ability to be in love with anybody? Like I started to question that. And then because I'm not in a good place mentally, you know, I'm already fighting depression and this has been a tough year and I miss my dad and blah, blah, blah. It started to get to me and I felt, and this is so ridiculous, but I felt like he won. Like he finally, all these years, all this healing I put in, I can't fix this part. He won. And we had what we call our sister's Christmas. My, my friends and my actual real sister, um, but my friends who are like sisters, we come together at Christmas time. We exchange little gifts. We eat. We have a fire pit. We just have a good time. And I lost my shit. I'm not even kidding you. We're sitting around the fire pit, and I, I open up about this. Rather than holding it in, which I had been doing, I opened up about it, and I told them all. And I'm just through tears. I'm just crying and telling them. And I love these women so much because they just – supported me and hugged me and told me, no, this isn't, this isn't true. This is just, you know, what you're going through right now. This isn't broken. You've done so great. And I know it's true. And I know this piece of me. Um, it's not, I, I do believe now that that particular piece was the one that was in love with him. I do believe I have the ability to be in love again. It's just going to take somebody very special. I need the person who, their words and actions match. I need the person who is confident in person, not just behind a screen, but confident without being arrogant. I know that that person is out there. I'm not looking right now because this whole thing also brought me to the fact of I have not been focused where I need to be focused. You know, that's what happens when I start to go into these spiritual blackouts, when I start to get depressed, when all this stuff starts coming about, um, I realize I need to refocus. That's why I do the resets. I need to refocus. So I'm not doing a full reset this time. I'm not, you know, eliminating, well, except for the bad food. I'm back on track with my nutrition. I can't do that anymore. I'm not drinking. I'm not eating the processed foods. I'm not doing that because that messes with me so bad. So I'm back refocused on that, but I'm also just kind of taking a little break. I'm not um, on social media as much as I normally am posting and everything um, because I don't need to right now. I need to refocus on myself. We're going into a new year and I am not the person who makes New Year's resolutions. Um, I feel like that's it's a lot of pressure, like, oh, I have to achieve this. No, what I do is I write a list of things I would like to do in the new year or goals I would like to reach. And it helps me to see it on paper. I do write these things down. I do this throughout the year. I'll, I'll, it doesn't have to be a new year, but starting the new year, I'm going to write it down what I want to do. I've already got some things on there and I'm not going to share those at this time because they're my little, my little goals. Um, I'll share as I achieve them, which I will achieve them. I know I will. But I'm just at a spot right now when I go into 2024, I don't want to date, um, not saying ever, I do eventually, I would love to have a relationship eventually, I love love, I believe in the fairy tale, um, I'm just not in a place for it right now, because I really need to be selfish, like I said, I'm learning how to live a new chapter of my life, where I don't have to be completely focused on my daughter anymore, 
I need to start living a little bit for myself, which means I need to to figure out what I'm doing, what I want, refocus on myself and be selfish. And I can't be selfish and date. You can't date and be in a relationship if you're being selfish. Um, and I, I need to be selfish right now. And that's okay. And I want everybody to realize that it's okay to be selfish occasionally. Focus on yourself. You don't have to give to everybody else until you're completely empty. You don't have to be focused on, I need to be with this person and give them all. Like It's okay to go through your selfish periods and just focus on yourself and what makes you happy and your goals and your dreams. That's all right. It's more than all right. It's fantastic to take that time. And support your friends who are in that phase. Don't take offense to it if somebody isn't reaching out as often because they're focused on something else. Don't be a high-maintenance friend, you know? Just be there when your friends need you. So that is my plan for 2024 is uh, to refocus. Um, I did, I, I took a break from from like the um, Breathworks classes and everything, but I restarted those, thank goodness, because it helps so much and I want to do some sound baths and I want to get back into all of that. Um, I have rescheduled all of my Reiki clients until the new year because I just need a moment again to focus on myself, to reset. Um, not, I don't want to say reset, just refocus. Like I just, I got off track and I, I got all up in my feelings because my daughter turning 18, missing my dad, I was all in my feelings But I will tell you, I am truly, truly blessed with people in my life. And these are people that I don't even see, you know, every day. These are people who live in different states. But we have a connection, an energetic connection that when I'm going through stuff, they just know. And they just send exactly what I need, when I need it, and they don't even realize it. Like I've been so down on myself about the weight gain. And I I did the podcast about my struggle, realizing that this is going to be a lifelong thing. And one of my friends, and and this, this was a a few podcasts ago, so he's catching up, but he sent me a picture of himself working out at the gym and said, thank you for the motivation. And then there was a picture next to it of that particular podcast episode. He said, thank you for the motivation and you are sexy AF. And it was just so appreciated in that moment because I had been so down on myself. So I am really, really blessed with amazing people. And I think I've been focused lately on lack. I've been focused on lack of rather than on what I have. So when I focus on lack of, I get more lack of. So that's part of the refocusing. I need to focus on all of the amazing things in my life, all of the amazing people in my life. I'm so blessed. Even all of you out there on social media, there are people who will reach out just to tell me that um, I made them smile that day or they listen to my podcast and it really... Um, connected with them. And that's just amazing. And we don't, I don't think people take the time to recognize all the little small gestures throughout the days and the weeks. We look for the big things like, oh, like my Costa Rica trip. That was huge. That was amazing. But what about all the little things when people do reach out to me and they're like, oh my gosh, your smile brightened my day. That's amazing. And I need to be grateful for all of those things. And each of you needs to be grateful for every little thing. 
And we get so busy and we get so caught up in all the day-to-day stuff and it takes us out of the moment. What I'm asking each of you going into this this new year, it's always you know a new start, a new year. Enjoy every little moment. You never know when those moments are going to be gone, when the people are going to be gone. Enjoy the moment that you're in it. Don't think about the future. Don't think about the past. Be in that moment. Don't think about how far you have to go. I'm horrible with that. I, you know, lose all this weight. Oh, but I still have to do this. I still, no, let's enjoy this moment. And that's what I'm going to be doing this year. I am going to enjoy each and every moment. And I'm going to be grateful for each and everything and person who brings me joy, happiness, love, and laughter. And that is my wish for each of you in this coming year is just to have love, laughter, joy, enjoy the moments. And I hope everybody had an amazing holiday season. And I hope you are starting this new year off right. And I look forward to many more podcasts. And if any of you wants to reach out via social media or my website, reikiwithmichelle.com, reach out to me, schedule your Reiki sessions. Let me know if there's a topic that you would like to hear more about. I would love to to individualize these. I have one that I'm going to release probably after this one. Um, that's really for one particular person. Um, but I would love to hear from everybody. You can reach me on all my social media, um, Michelle Buchanan, Reiki with Michelle. You can find me. I'm out there. Uh, let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what podcast you want to hear. And I, I wish you all a very, very happy, beautiful, wonderful 2024. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Inner Works and Quirks. And remember, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. And always keep smiling. Keep smiling.